My name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everyone. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is, and for those of you who are new to us, and there is a lot of you who are <laughs> new to us, which kind of blew me away. I saw the stats this morning, Jonathan, and I looked at the computer, and I looked at the computer again, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Is, is there, are there too many zeros here? Or like <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait a minute. I need to watch what I say because it sounds like people are actually listening now. <laughs> but for all of those... Of you who are new, Limping on Cloud Nine is the story of my eclectic life with Jonathan interjecting about his wonderfully eclectic life. I do have a physical disability. I was dropped on my head as a kid, which gives me a limited use of my left hand and a very sexy cowboy limp. And there you Jonathan, go. Jonathan, you are blind. You yes. are. Yes. Yeah, totally. I don't see light or anything. I got in a car accident when I was 14 and lost my sight due to that. There you go. Now, we, we look at ourselves as being wonderfully happy men, so we don't look at ourselves as being victims, which is kind of what this entire podcast is about, how beautiful, happy, and joyous your life can be if you just allow it to be. So today I want to start a two-podcast miniseries on something called the American Pavilion at the Cannes Film Festival, mm. right? So I want to tell you about my experience with it, plus just a magical Cloud9 moment that I had through the through Ampab. Can I do that? Oh, yeah, definitely. It sounds good. So, Jonathan, back in 2002 was my first time at the Cannes Film Festival, and I don't speak any French, which I still don't, <laughs> right? But I'm walking around looking like a fool who's completely lost, which is exactly how I looked this year, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but... I look around on the beach and I see these flags of all these different countries and then I see my oasis, right? I see the American flag and I'm like, that is where I need to go. Right? <laughs> so I, I walk over there, I go inside and the first thing you see back then was just a restaurant. Okay. Right? Okay. And I'm like, American food. They they probably take American dollars, which they don't. Right? <laughs> so I go there. I fall in love. I realize it is the epicenter of cool, meaning all the American filmmakers, whether they've won Oscars or whether they've just started their careers, they all kind of meet at American Pavilion. And over the years, it's really grown into a conference center. Now they have the simply the best panels it can. You know what they did this year? Mm. They had Elton John and Spike Lee talk to students. Right? No kidding. So it's it's amazing. There's so many magic moments I've had there, but I want to share one completely cloud nine moment I had at Ampav a handful of years ago. Mm. Right? So a handful of years ago, I was at the Cannes Film Festival with Andrew Matlock, who is the CEO of the video game slash software company I'm a partner in. Yeah. yeah. That company's industry corporation, right? Yeah. So... Andrew and I were at Cannes. It was his first time at the film festival. We're sitting at American Pavilion. I'm having a tuna sandwich. He's having a salad or whatever, right? And in the corner, what do I see, Jonathan? Someone ridiculously famous. I wish, but no. <laughs> I, I see an American Express banner. Ah, okay, okay. Now, wait a minute. You know... 
I love American Express. For those of you who listen to this podcast, you know that. Yeah. Right? Especially, especially with your engagement uh, episode. Exactly. In the engagement episode and also the Nebworth episode yeah. when I went to yeah. England for a concert. Yep, that's right. Both of those episodes are keyed in on American Express. And just to let you know, we have no sponsors, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just talking about my experiences and, and how they link into different things in my life. Yeah. It's... It's not like Amex is paying me. I wish they were, but actually, <laughs> I, actually, I pay them every month. They don't pay me. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so anyway, I see this American Express banner, and I walk over to one of the students at American Pavilion, and I say, "Hey, do you guys know if there's anyone here from the American Express company?" And they're like, "We think there are. They're right over there, right?" And I look and I see two or three, you know, incredibly well-dressed women, right? Yeah. And then I'm like, Andrew, wait here. And I walked over to them and I go, hi, I was just, are you guys from American Express? And they're like, yes, we are. They're from, one was from America, the other two were from the, uh, the London office. Oh, okay. Right? And, the, and I go, I'm just wondering, are there any centurion benefits here? And for those of you who aren't familiar, not that I think you should be, but the the Centurion card with American Express is better known as the black card. Okay. Right? So I'm like, are there any Centurion member benefits here? And they're like, there are indeed. Please introduce yourself. And here's what's funny. I knew what they were doing. As I was introducing myself to one, the mm. other one was typing my was, name. Was looking you up to make sure you were. Right. And you know exactly what was happening, right? Yeah. So I'm like, Hamad Zaidi. And, and they didn't even ask the spelling. They yep. were very smart about that. But they um, they were typing my name. They probably looked at my my badge because it can. You have to have a badge oh, on it right. all the time. Right. With, with your name on it. But I'm sure they're typing my name into their database, and it came up that I was a member, right? So they turn to me, and they go, we do have something for you. Give us 30 or 40 minutes, right? We'll, we'll get back to you. So Andrew and I go back to eating our lunch, or I go back to Andrew, and he's like, what was that about? And I said, no, I'm just trying to see if Amex can get us into something really fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> so 20 minutes later... They come up to us and they say, what is your friend's name? And I'm like, Andrew Matlock is his name. And they go, okay, so here's the situation. You two have been invited by American Express to a private yacht, right? Oh, man. (laughs) To a luncheon on a private yacht. The luncheon is only for 30 to 35 people, (laughs) right, on this huge yacht. I don't mean a small yacht. I mean a very large yacht, right? Like if you had this boat, if you had this boat in Jaws, they wouldn't have said we need a bigger boat. No, no, it was. <laughs> you know what? I still remember the name of the yacht, so all of our listeners can actually look it up. The name of the yacht is Lady Joy, mm. right? And if you look it up, and I could have my numbers wrong, but four or five years ago, to rent the yacht was about three hundred thousand euros per week. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like I think there's 280 some odd thousand euros per week, man, right? To rent this thing, so 
and, 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 you know, they go, so you guys are guests on this thing. And they go, oh, by the way, one of the guys from Games of Thrones is hosting it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be dining with him. And I'm like, ah, right? So we go on this yacht. And it's, it's one of those magic moments where you're like, okay, I'm in the south of France. I'm on like a $200 million yacht with, you know, a colleague slash buddy of mine. And all of this is because American Express, and all of that is because American Pavilion. Right, right, right yeah. And none of it is costing me anything. Right? <laughs> right, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's truly, truly amazing. Now, you know, it was just one of those incredible four-hour lunches where you're like, this is how life should be. Right. <laughs> and this yacht, not not only was it a luncheon in a yacht, but, you know, the yacht itself had five or six jet skis. Oh, man. So people went out uh, on those. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I right. didn't. But just an amazing, amazing experience. And, you know, I sat there eating my lunch on the yacht just thinking, you know, how did I slide into this? <laughs> this, is, this is very cloud nine. This is, uh, this is cool. This is really cool. You know? Well, I, I think, you know, again, I, I pointed this out in other episodes. It's like, you just kind of take that initiative. I mean, you saw a banner and said, huh, I wonder if there's anyone from AMX around here. And, you know, I, I mean, the worst thing they could have said is like, no, there's no benefits here. Sorry. Or you're just like, hey, you know, wonder if there's anything going on, you know? Like, it's same thing with... um. Steve Durrell, uh, yeah, Steve Durrell, right? Like when uh, Carl Durrell, Carl Carl Durrell, yeah. When you went up yeah. to him in the airport, you're like, "Hey, you're Carl Durrell, Carl Carl Durrell, right?" And like, you just struck up this conversation, you know? Well, you know, it's funny about that. Just to clarify, you're totally right. But what's funny about that is, I had a 20 minute conversation with Carl and his wife Kim without knowing who they were. I had mm. no clue who. He was. Oh, right, right, right. That's right. That's right. The only time I knew who he was is after I invited him and his wife out to dinner. Yeah. And he gives me his business card, and it says Carl Durrell, head coach, UCLA football team. I'm like, ah, wow. I've been hanging out with a guy that I've been watching coach my favorite team. Right, yeah. Right? No, it, again, it's just funny. You, you just take that initiative, and you don't know what's going to come out of it, right? Yeah, but that's all parts of life, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you, but you do have to take the initiative. Right, Absolutely. Right, you, right. Absolutely do. And you know what? You just reminded me of what I'm going to talk about in the podcast after I'm done with the American Pavilion podcast. Okay. Uh, because it's the same story. Okay. Not, not this story, but the story of talking to somebody that you don't know who they are and all of a sudden you have a wild experience. Yeah, no, right? de- definitely. Definitely. So anyway, my whole point in mentioning American Pavilion is – a, they're wonderful. B, they're so inspiring, just to me personally. Yeah. And, and you know, they're just one of those places that need to be talked about more. And I don't think they get enough credit because I think when people go to the Cannes Film Festival, they just think it's just another pavilion like all of the others that are sponsored by governments. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other, the other pavilions that probably are, they, they don't, they're not anything like the American one then, are they? No, no, no. I mean, they're really cool. They're wonderful. But I got to tell you, the other pavilions don't have major A-list Oscar winners coming every single day, five, six hours a day. Right. You know, every day for, you know, the entire time. Yeah. They yeah. don't have that. Right. 
But not, I mean, all the pavilions are, are really wonderful, but Ampav is certainly one that if you are ever going to the Cannes Film Festival, I'm telling you, you got you got to hit American Pavilion. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And, you know, Justin, the more I talk about Cannes, the more I think I need to drag you there next year. Yeah, definitely. I, we, we have an idea for this other podcast we're going to do, so I think if we can ramp that up, you know, and get that going for next year, that would be interesting. You know, the other podcast we're going to do, what was the title of it? Because we came uh, up with a really the, good the one, un, The Unseen Film Project. The Unseen Film Project, people. That's coming. That is coming. And that's going to be me and Jonathan reviewing movies. But, of course, <laughs> jo- <laughs> of course, Jonathan is only reviewing the sound and dialogue of, of each film, and I'm, and I'm reviewing the movie. Yeah, no. So, even hearing it out loud is funny. <laughs> funny. You know, a, a blind guy and a guy in film reviewing movies. Yep. That'd be go. fun. There you go. So anyway, any other questions? No, I think that's it. I, I, like I said, uh, I, I, would, I would definitely enjoy checking that out at some point in my life for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, before I forget, I want to give a quick shout out to Emma Griffiths, who is the PR director for the American Pavilion, who's always been wonderful to me. And, of course, uh, Julie Smith, Glenn Howard, Michael Bremer, and all of the interns at AMPAB, not just the ones that have been my interns. Yeah, yeah. I love you all. Thank you for being very, very, very accepting. And I would love to be a part of what you guys are doing for the near and uh, long future. Yeah, definitely. And so if you guys, uh, you know, before we wrap things up, I want to mention Toys Accessible. So check out toysaccessible.com. If you have a loved one or you know someone that has a child that has almost, I almost want to say any type of disability, blind, deaf, um, low vision, low motor skills, uh, paraplegic, quadriplegic, learning disabilities, autism, whatever, whatever it is, toysaccessible.com has toys on there that are built specifically with these disabilities in mind. So they're to meet your, your child's needs or loved one's needs to be able to, you know, have fun and play with toys. Uh, it's really cool that this day and age that more and more, you know, toy makers, manufacturers are taken into consideration. Like, hmm, if, you know, if a child, like if, if Hamad, when he was five, he only had use of his one hand, how would he play with this? Like how, what can we do to this so it can be used with one, one good hand? Like the, the, the answer is I could never play rock'em, sock'em robots, oh, right? Oh man, you don't know what you're because missing. <laughs> I could only punch with one side, right? Right. right. It, well, there, there's two little levers on that. Exactly. Hand, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you wrap you wrap your hand around each peg, and there's a button at the top. Right. Yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> yeah, but I'm you know that so because of you know people, manufacturers didn't think of that. Hamad never got to play Rock'em Sock'em, or not to his full potential because you know you only had well, one, you only had hey, one I, arm you could punch with. Yeah, I always got played. I, I always played. I just got killed. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay, you you probably have to have the other person only use one button too. That way, it's a an even game then. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, again, these toys are taking you know all these disabilities into consideration. So check out toysaccessible.com, and uh, ho- hopefully you'll find something there that's awesome for again your child, loved one, uh, whomever. Uh, let people know toysaccessible.com. Absolutely, and if anyone wants to get a hold of Jonathan or myself, you can reach us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That is info at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. You can check us out um, also on the website, which is limpingoncloud9.com. The only difference between 
the website and all the other places that Johnson's going to share is that we have YouTube videos and photographs on our website. Mm, Johnson, yeah. let's check, wrap it up. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, uh, everywhere possible. All of your favorite podcast catchers on Android. Uh, you can we try to make it so we're easily accessible. Ha, see what see what I did there? Easily accessible. Very uh, nice. <laughs> very very nice. But uh, yeah, so you can find us there. Follow us on Twitter. Follow, like us on Facebook. Everyone, thank you so much for listening and downloading. Please share, and uh, you know if you have any questions, email us. And thank you all for listening and downloading. And we will talk to you in next episode. See ya.